0: Hello and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome back for another episode. And today we're going to say similar to the theme we had yesterday about the number of ways to do something. I like list. I like little short lists because they're helpful. Um, they're they're kind of easy ways that you can go through a topic really quickly and get to the essential points, and then you guys can take that information and run with it and see how well it works for you. So today I'm gonna talk a little bit about food. So, you know, we're at the time of the year where everyone's trying to get their summer body together. And, you know, I'm back in the gym. Um, I had to take a hiatus with my voice last week and the allergies and just kind of being under the weather. But I'm back. I went to the gym last night. Um, I had told you guys a few weeks ago, I actually did the cost analysis and decided it was best for me to join the gym. So at my job, they um, if you go to the gym If you have a gym membership and you can prove that you've gone to the gym six times in a month, they reimburse you for the cost of your gym membership. And so that's really important to me. And it's also the thing that's in the back of my mind, like, no, you have to go to the gym at least six times a month. Six times a month is really not that much. Um, Prior to last week when I wasn't feeling well, I was going three times a week. So if I'm going three times a week, I'm going to double that amount necessary in order to get my reimbursement at the end of the year. And I want my reimbursement. So I'm definitely interested in, in making sure that I that I go six times, uh, uh, six times a month at a minimum. So to know that I'm going to get reimbursed for that. But I did that cost analysis. I so said, you know, what, I'm going to go to the gym. Prior to that, I had been working on my food intake and doing meal prep. And again, that's something that it can be really consistent. I do it on Sundays and I've learned to really speed it up and in ways in which to make it not take my whole entire Sunday like it used to take in the beginning of the, um, of the beginning of the process. But I also focus a lot on how much money I spend on food. So a lot of times when we talk about spending money on food, we talk about the um, eating out portion of it. Like, oh, when you go out to dinner or when you kind of go out for leisurely things, when you spend money on food that way. But there's a real discussion to be had about how much you spend on food in your house, particularly if you do spend money outside of the house on dinner and lunch and breakfast. So uh, what happens a lot is that you'll go to the supermarket as part of a ritual. Everyone knows that they need to go to the supermarket. If you're a single person living alone, you may consider it a little less as a chore to go to the supermarket, but when you have a family, you go to the supermarket as a ritual because there's other people in your house, even if there's one other person, you have to make sure that there's other things in the house that you know people need. So. You go to the supermarket as part of a ritual and you spend money, but then at the same time, you're spending money going out to eat, eating lunch out. Again, if you're not meal prepping and you're not bringing your lunch and your breakfast to work, then you're spending money on food in the house. And then you're spending probably even more money on food outside of the house. And so you have to figure out ways if you're going to try to tighten up your budget because you have some savings goals or you have some financial goals where you want to pay down bills and things. You have to tighten up your budgets in ways you can control. And one of the ways you can control is it has to do with food. So today I want to go over five ways five ways that you can reduce spending on food, meaning the food that you go to the supermarket and purchase, because again, you can reduce how much you go out to eat and you should do that, particularly if you're looking to save money. It's a really easy way to kind of cost save, but as it relates to the amount of food you buy at home, you know, and how much you spend on that food, it's important to kind of look at that because the supermarket is one of those places where you can go and all of your money is just gone and you don't know why, and then you're still saying, I don't have any food in the house and um i'm going to buy lunch out and buy breakfast out the other part of that is that we sometimes hoard food because you think of like oh you want to make sure you always have it so you have like a cabinet full of canned vegetables that you're probably not going to use anytime soon and a freezer the freezer is a big one a freezer full of food that you're not going to use so you you should go through those things and look at it so we're going to go through the five list the, the list of five things so to begin the list says bring the bring we start with the bringing food from home. We all know this one. When, you, when you're when you out going to work every day, you have a tendency to spend money on food. And so when it comes to spending money outside the house on food for meals, the best way to begin saving money is to bring food from home. So we usually eat out out, out of the house, particularly if you go to work every day, usually eat out breakfast and eat out lunch so even if you begin the process by saying I'm going to attempt one of those meals I'm going to make sure that I eat that meal either eat it at home if it's breakfast or prepare a lunch to bring with you in order to take and have lunch that you're not spending money on lunch outside the outside of the office when you're outside the home a second part to that number two is to meal prep for the week so you definitely should consider meal prepping and some i know people say you know i can't eat the same thing every day and that's fair so you may meal prep for just your lunch you may say i'm gonna meal prep my lunch And you can make more than one thing you can make two things if you if you if you can't eat the same thing every day but you should meal prep at least one meal a day so meal prepping for lunch some people can meal prep breakfast um i have had a little trouble with that because it depends on what you eat for breakfast but some people can meal prep breakfast if you do like overnight oats and things like that you can meal prep that in advance for breakfast but meal prepping at least one meal of the day Will, will not only save you time, but it'll save you money versus versus spending money outside on lunch or breakfast. You can also meal prep dinner because it takes away the, the urge that you may have to like, you know what, you get home, you get home late. It's been a long day. Let me just order out. So you can meal prep your dinner as well so that when you come home, the meal is already done. You just have to eat, warm it up and eat. So part of this is about food shopping in the way that you shop so before you decide to go food shopping, this is the third tip, use look to use all the food in your pantry prior to going shopping. So go through your freezer, go through your pantry and see where, what is there. What can I make? What can I prepare with what's here? Or, begin to make you know like okay this is the things that are here then I only need to add these additional things and I'm going to use this part of what's in my pantry of what I already have and what I've already spent money on in order to make the meals for this week so go in and do an do an assessment of your pantry prior to going prior to making your food shopping list and prior to going food shopping the fourth thing is to clip coupons. Now, I know this is something that seems very retro. People are like, who clips coupons? But there are still coupons out there. So if you shop at BJ's, they have a coupon book as soon as you walk in. It's, and you can also see their coupons online. Most supermarkets now will give you their... Um, their circulars online. So if you decide you're gonna to go to that supermarket, I would look at all of the supermarkets you go to and look and see what is on sale and, and begin to make your shopping list based on that. Begin to make your meal prep based on what's on sale instead of the other way around. Because if you decide ahead of time, you know, I'm going to make spaghetti for dinner as part of my meal prep, and then you get to the supermarket and spaghetti and cheese and all that stuff is not on sale, it's not quite advantageous to you if you're looking to save money. So flip it around, go through the circulars, see what's on sale, and make your meal prep decisions, your food shopping decisions, based on what's on sale that 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 week. It's a really key way to save money. And finally, Plan your shopping trips. Don't just you know be running home and say, "Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna run to the supermarket." Decide when you're gonna go food shopping. Make a list of things that you need from the supermarket. Go through the other prior steps as far as going through your cabinet, going through and and seeing what's in your pantry, as well as going through clipping coupons or knowing what's on sale. Having planned your meals already, and then head to the supermarket. Don't make out you know impromptu visits to the supermarket without a list and a plan because you're gonna you're absolutely going to spend more money on than you want to and you're gonna spend more money than 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 you should on the meals and foods that you want to have for the week. A little extra one on there, um, which kind of works with planning your shopping, so I won't call it an additional one, but it's definitely a little asterisk, is to make a food shopping budget. Know how much you're going to spend maximum because you don't want to go in kind of willy-nilly and say, I'm just going to go ahead and go food shopping. Because, again, the supermarket, like Target, like BJ's, like a lot of places, it's designed to make you spend more money. They already know your psychology, so they're already trying to get you to spend more money. Don't fall into that. So always have a plan when you go to the supermarket up to and including a budget and and stick to it. You know, do, as you're walking through if you need to bring a calculator, ring up, you know, add up what's what your what your um what you got in the cart. And when you get to your budget, make some changes, make some decisions. Stick to your budget because you can. Stick to your budget by cl- clipping the coupons and planning ahead. You can stick to your budget and meal prepping will help you do that. So these are the five ways that you can Reduce spending on food, which will help you to utilize that money that you're saving for other things We talked yesterday about the five ways to reduce financial stress And one of those ways was to see what you can control and then control that and so you may not be in a position to Increase your salary, but you can manage your expenses and a food is a huge expense for most people And so you have to be able to manage it and you can't you don't want to use the excuse that you know I have a big family or I have all those things The bigger your family is the more you should be on top of your food spending and really being honing in on meal prepping and narrowing down the, the things that you spend your money on because it can be, Lead to a really huge expense and that means it's a really big place where you can find savings So i'm gonna wrap that up um, if you haven't already done so, head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation and join the Facebook group there. Where there's lots of conversation going on, and if you haven't already done so, head on over to YouTube. You can um, follow my YouTube page, Financial Emails Tour. The YouTube page right now has videos um, lined up for from the Get Your Financial House in Order uh, webinar that myself and Shauna Fowler did. We had really we're getting a really good response to the webinar, and so I'll be looking to do a few more webinars in the future. I'm gonna attempt to try to do one a month. I think they're really helpful. Sometimes you know the the podcast is great to hear, but you can when you can see and interact is really a great thing. So head on over to YouTube and check out those videos, clips that are there, leave comments, like, share, anything that you wanna do. If you have any questions for me about, you know, you wanna have a one-on-one consultation, speak, conversations about what's upcoming, have any questions about things we talk about on the podcast, feel free to email me at malik, M-A-L-I-E-K at thefinancialemancipation.com. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I hope you'll be back tomorrow as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.